three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. This is episode 101 of At Odds with the Unbreaking with Spirit. I'm the Executioner, Daniel Travis. Yes, I am the Unbreaking with Spirit, a.k.a. Matthew Smith. Let's run through the topics. Topic number one. Topic number one. Jake Cargill in WWE and Adam Copeland, FKA Edge, in AEW. What the hell? <laughs> Next. Yeah. Topic two is the results of the NXT No Mercy prediction battle. Topic number three. The WWE Fastlane prediction battle. Why are they having these PLEs so close together? But let's hop into topic number one once I have the fucking timer correct. Oh, boy. I put it to 6.30 and it went back to 2.06 for some reason. I don't know why it was that. Anyways, uh, since this is an odd episode, you start off. Well, I want to start off talking about age going to AEW because that's a big what the fuck. Yeah, and like he did say that retirement was a serious consideration for him before the AEW offer. I mean, like, because I just want to get this off my chest, because when Edge said, hey, we speculated a while ago that Edge, you know, that it was his final audience in front of a WWE crowd. We not, no one, I think, was realizing that he was going to leave the company that basically made a name for himself and go to a company where his best friend is. I don't think that was the original plan, though. Oh. Because he, because I literally just said, Adam Copeland has said that retirement was a serious consideration for him before AEW got in contact with him. I mean, I, my whole thought on Edge coming to AEW is great, but my. One question that pops to my mind is, I have heard that in AEW, Edge is going to be not a part-timer, like in WWE, but a full-timer. My question is, why would you go from part-time wrestling in the company that made a name for yourself, but full-time wrestling in this company? Well, he, he, wants, to, he wants to wrestle like new talent. And I don't think you could do that on a part-time basis. Well, I mean, isn't there a bunch of still new talent over in WWE? Like, I mean, isn't there, like, a bunch of new talent over in NXT, though? Well, when I say that, do you really think Edge would go to NXT? I mean, that would draw... wrestle, guys. He has never wrestled before. People like Sting, Samoa Joe, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Yeah, it's just, I don't know if, um, well, don't get me wrong. 
Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to see Edge versus Samoa Joe, but I don't know if it would be smart for Edge to take a muscle buster. Yeah, that would be a surefire way to have a fourth fusion having to retire again. Yeah. But, um... But I just want to mention Christian Cage on Dynamite last night. You you don't hear it on the actual episode because apparently AEW has words that they don't want to hear have heard on television. Apparently Christian said to to Adam either go f yourself or f you. No, I might just say the actual word because I'm trying to be more PC. Well, you can, I won't. <laughs> yeah, because you have a broken filter. Yeah. But, um, my. No, your filter isn't broken. You ripped it off. <laughs> Fair enough. But, um, my honest take on, um. No, me personally, I would like to see, um. Edge versus MJF for the world title. That would be a. Because both of those two are great on the mics. Like, really good on the mics. But it's just. um. Yeah, let's wrap up talking about Edge so we can talk about the thing that sparked this topic. Okay, yeah. Jay Cargill coming to. Leaving AEW and coming to the WWE. It, it's official, people. She started at the Performance Center this week. The well, funny thing is, before AEW was a thing, Jake Tarkio actually tried out for WWE. Huh. I'm... And they didn't want her then, but they want her now. Yeah, I mean, because, um, like you said, I mean, because uh, she was this is that, um, uh, by by this point, she would have been training for at least a couple weeks. By this yeah. point, yeah, for sure. But I guess Tony Khan was saying was calling bullshit when he said, "Oh, if you leave AEW, you have a one year non compete clause." Or maybe well, it was a special exception for Jade, because you know cards- Jade was one of AEW's biggest female stars. Yeah, and also, um, she left on good terms, and also her contract expired. That yeah, that's you. But, um, my thought on Jay Cargill coming to, to WWE is that they got a massive start because think about this when she went, which her entire career in AEW literally was her dominating and then losing only two matches in her entire AEW career. Literally only two. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Winning like 60 yeah, matches crazy. and losing only two? The day you lose the title and your rematch for the title, that's it? Those are your only yeah. losses? Did, did she walk out on a win? Nope. No, she lost? Yep. Okay. Well, Jade has just started the performance center. It's rumored that she's going to skip NXT, which admittedly I'm a little hesitant about. 
But I am excited to see what she'll be able to do in arguably the biggest wrestling company in the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because my Especially honest... with their recent merger with UFC. Oh, yeah. Because my honest take on Jay Cargill coming to WWE and potentially skipping NXT is that with the amount of big names that WWE has on the umbrella on the main rosters, she could, you know, absorb a lot of information because I think the smart thing for WWE to do with her is if you want her to be a massive star, and I've heard, like, WWE, like, wants to present her as, like, the final boss. That's how of big the women's is. division? Yes. Holy moly. Yeah. My honest thought is put her in a faction, whether it's, like, whatever the fuck Bobby Lashley is doing or create a faction for her. Yeah, but we're going to return to this when hopefully it's closer to Jade's debut. And in the meantime, I need to pull up the prediction battle table. We'll be back with topic two. And we are back with topic two, the results of the NFC No Mercy prediction battle. I'm going to go in order that we predicted because what else do you expect me to do? Come on, people. All right. And as a reminder, the loser had to watch the Assassin's Creed movie that I was falling asleep in. Fun fit. I'll explain what happened with that when we get to it. So the first match we predicted was the NXT Championship match. Carhella. Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov. Another good match. I didn't watch it. Yeah, you were working. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it was probably the match of the night. I'm surprised Trick wasn't out there with Carmelo. But uh, Ilya won. Yeah. So we have a new NXT champion. And the NIC after, after I downloaded an Ilya with facial hair from community creations that was the stats made, Ilya showed up on NXT clean shaven. Uh, yeah. Next. Anyways, the match after that was Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. How was that match? In my opinion... <clears throat> It was a little lackluster. Hmm. Could have been better. I mean, because from what I've understand, and I honestly kind of agree with this, I honestly feel like Barry Corbin, since his arrival, has kind of revived his entire career. Yeah, I just wish they would bring back his Lone Wolf music. He did. Well, I mean, he did for one night. Yeah, one night. I wish he would go back full-time, you know? Yeah. Next. And then plus... Oh, and and, uh, Daniel got that match correct, which I was surprised about. 
Yeah, and by the way, it's just also I've heard Barry Corbett's I tried was not inspired by America Badass Undertaker, was inspired by fucking Ghost Rider. Yeah, of course. Next. The next match was for the NXT Heritage Cup Championship. I had Noam Dar and Travis had Butch. How was that match? The match was good. It, it got me a point. But it was through shenanigans. What kind of shenanigans are we talking about? We're talking like Gallus getting involved for no good reason. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Gallus ultimately cost um, Butch, Butch. Okay. Interesting. Next. The, the next match is, which was the main event, I believe. Uh, you At forgot. It was built um, that way. You forgot a couple. No, we're on match number three. Oh, right. Continue. Sorry. No, wait. No, we're on four out of six. Continue. The NXT Women's Championship Extreme Rules match, which they didn't do the pun for this time, which I'm still angry about. The You know how they had it as an... It could have been an N-Extreme Rules Mm-hmm. They did that when Adam Cole was in NXT, but not for the women? What the hell? Anyway. Anyways. Uh, How's the match? Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratton. It was... Trish Stratus. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm used to uh, Tiffany Stratton. Hopefully people can see how I get confused. The Barbie of NXT versus the man. How was that? Overall, the match was... Okay. <laughs> oh, it was it was okay for an extreme rules. I mean, if we're talking extreme rules, it was good, but if we're talking like strictly a match, it was just okay. Alright. But Next. uh yeah, Becky won giving me another point, so we're Next. tied up. Great. Uh, yeah, I'm getting rid of the mat. I'm clearing the match tape, the match card table thing for topic three. Give me a break. Okay. Uh, the match after that was the NXT that that we predicted after that. I mean, was the NXT North American Championship match. We have uh, things to say. Uh. Wasn't there also a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team title match? That's the next match. I'm going in right. order that we predicted, sir. Okay. Yeah, but uh, about what? Uh, okay. What the fuck was this bullshit? Yeah, you literally put it on Trick Williams, give him his first title in the 
history of NIC, of his... which also gives me a, a point, wait, people. Wait, 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 what? The first time they hit, what? Frank Williams' first championship in WWE. Right. And then three nights later... In the main event... In the main event... You give it back to Dominic Mysterio. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you: What was the point of putting on Drake Williams if three nights later you're gonna give it? I mean, my thought. I mean, my thoughts is the way Dominic wanted back. Works well. I mean, like, he's a heel. What do you expect? Like, what? You know? I mean, don't... I mean, don't get me wrong. I am mad that he lost, but it's just... The way... I mean, because if you think about it, I kind of feel like, well, yes... Trick Williams lost, I feel like it also made him, you know, it was kind of like a double-edged sword. It, well, yes, Barry Williams, Dominic Mysterio won his second North American championship. It also made him look, <laughs> made his opponent, bless you, look good, considering it took off Judgment Day just to beat him. Yeah, but also, it, it literally made Trick, I believe, have the shortest NXT North American Championship ring in the history of that title's existence. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong. Him losing that title was bullshit. I am not going to argue with that. But it's just, I'm more of thinking about it from, like, you know, like, because I'm more thinking about it from, like, not from, like, a wrestling perspective, more like, hey. And I will admit, there was a, there was one spot in that match that was honestly kind of brilliant. Where, yeah. where, where Dominic Mysterio DDT'd uh, Trick Williams on the women's world title. I just slid the evidence out of the ring. I thought that the was kind of brilliant. In North the women's chip, the women's world. Of course, mommy helps dirty Dom. I mean, look. But the, 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 my fucking question, and this is actually a valid question, is wasn't Dom, wasn't uh, Damien pointing fingers at... Dominic Mysterio on Monday Night Raw say, hey, where's your title? I got my shit. Where's your title? And then, and, you know, because it, it feels like there yeah, wasn't such a... Didn't we just say Dom was... That Damien was going to be there to help Dom win his title back on Raw? Yeah. But and it, was... admittedly, he did, sort of. He didn't really do much. No. And anyways, we could rant on this for literal hours, but we still but got one more match and another prediction battle to do. 
So, the last yes. match we predicted was the NXT Tag Team Championship. Fatal for Just to let you score is currently 3-2 to two in favor of me. I had the Creed Brothers. Daniel had the family. And the match was a a traditionally done WWE Tag Team Fatal 4-Way, which is not how a Tag Team Fatal 4-Way should work. Wait, wait, this is a dumb shit of... Um, yes. Of have the two wrestlers start yes. off and they could tag in? Oh my god, that is... That is dumb. Yes. Anyways, the family was able to retain... Which ties us up. But, unlike our normal uh, tiebreakers, there was a kickoff match. Yeah, which, and, like... Immediately, I watched the kickoff, so I already knew who would win. But, I let Travis pick, and that was my undoing. The man, the participants, one of them is actually in the Breakout Star Tournament, were Keani Jordan Who? and Blair Davenport. I've heard of. Yeah, chose Blair Davenport, forcing me to have the loser and the loss, and I watched the Assassin's Creed movie earlier this week, and I wanted to do a little experiment. Since I hated it so much, I and I was falling asleep in theaters, I wondered if I could actually fall asleep during this movie. The result was I could absolutely fall asleep during this movie. <laughs> what? Well, I right. fell asleep on the phone with my co-host. Again. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. I am deleting the final stuff for this. Yeah. And resetting it for Fast Lane. We'll be right right back. Hello. Hello, everybody. We are back with the third and final topic of this episode. It is another prediction battle. Why do they have these events so close together? I have no idea. WWE Fastlane, not Hell in the Cell. Because they want to save that for stipulation, man, for storylines that actually make fucking sense. Yeah, at least we're moving away from, like, stipulation matches having their own pay-per-view. Yes. All right. In all right, you know, particular. Uh, what, do you want to cover what the punishment will be first? Uh, yes, punishment is horror movie of the winner's choice. Yeah, because any, October. Yeah, any horror movie, whether it's good, whether it's bad, anything. I hope I don't lose because I hate horror movies, and I just drenched myself, didn't I? God dang it. Yep. All right. Next match. All right. The matches. The first match is for the 
W is a triple threat match. And it is for the WWE Women's Championship. Between. And you know what? No, you know what? No, I'm going to do the first. No, I'm going to do it in order of match. Of matches that appear in the card. Because it's only fair. Yeah. There are only five. All right. The first match is for the World Heavyweight Championship. It is. Seth. It is a last man standing. Keep that in mind. Yeah. I was going to get to that. Whatever. But yes. It is a last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship between Seth Ricking Rollins versus the devious Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, I have an idea. What is that? Since the money the bank is doing play, if yes. Damien catches in, the winner of this match gets a Loses. bonus point. Okay, that's, yeah. Because logically, if I was, if I was Damien, this is the kind of match I would cash in because if Seth retains, because Nakamura is going to focus on throughout that entire last mid standing match. Yeah, that would be, um, and I will say I have enjoyed and I want WWE to continue with Nakamura's Like, problem. even if he turns babyface, keep him speaking his native tongue. Yeah, but also, the one thing I want, just the one itty-bitty thing I want to change for Nakamura is, uh, if he's a heel, could you change his theme song? Yeah, back to that awesome, like, J, uh, that awesome J-Rock song. Or something different. But, yes. Alright, Matthew, who do you got? Seth Rollins? You, you know I gotta go with the drip god. Seth freaking Rollins. Who does not have the championship advantage. Yeah. Alright, I, I got... Fortune favors the foolish. Yeah. And like you said, when we get a bonus point, if uh, I, I mean, I also think Damien is going to cash in because I yeah, would... which is why I proposed that strictly to put. But now that I think about it, this might tie it up since currently there are only five matches on the chart. Yeah. So All right. This might bite me in the ass. Yep. All right. The next match. On the card is was supposed to be John Cena and AJ Styles due to a real life injury or most likely storyline injury. Yeah, we got the 16 time world champion John Cena teaming up with L. A night. Yeah. 
I mean, I will admit, LA Knight has proven himself, but it's also at the also, same time. He, like, he naturally what? got over with the fans. Yeah, great, cool. But my question is, like, what is the logic in the storyline of him saving John Cena? Because he's a babyface? Is that like the. I don't like, know. Is like, Maybe it's sort of like a passing of the torch kind of thing? I mean, yeah, because. That was my only question. When I saw the clip of him saving, saving John Cena was... Because apparently he was supposed to save John Cena last week during the beatdown, but he had COVID. Yeah, so maybe that's the reason. I mean, or maybe he was supposed to... I mean, because originally it was supposed to, like I said, originally it was supposed to be two people that... Um, and I've heard a rumor, because this is actually a important rumor. I've heard a rumor that at uh, Crown Jewel, it will be the Tribal Chief versus John Cena. Oh, Lord. Anyways, they're, they're taking on the Bloodline. You forgot to mention that. Who do you got? Yeah. Versus the Bloodline, Jimmy Uso who got the sh- slipped out of him last week. Yeah. Like, bro. And his younger uh, brother, Solo Sikoa. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. Versus Solo and Solo Sikoa. Like, I've seen a video online real quick of Jey Uso getting slapped so hard it shows the GTA t- wasted after it. <laughs> 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 I just thought I mentioned that, but yeah, with Solo. Which is rumored to face Cena at either some another Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, which is big. That will for be Solo. the biggest match of Solo's career thus far. Yes, I got the bloodline. All right, I was gonna choose hustle, loyalty, and yeah. Anyways, what would you call that team? If I may ask. I, I just said what I would call it. Hustle, loyalty, the, and yeah. The hustle, yeah. Hustle, loyalty, and yeah. All right. The next. Yeah. With also Paul Heyman. I forgot to mention. Yeah. With the who, special. Can, can we just mention real quick that NXT is going to be real big next week? Oh, yeah. You got Oscar Capito to get a match. You got Cena you showing up. You got Paul Heyman. Yeah, you got Cena in Carmelo Hayes' corner. You got Paul Heyman in the corner with orders from Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like, awesome. Like, it was going to be big when, when Cena was announced, but then Oscar was announced. And then oh, yeah. Paul Heyman said at the end of the show he'll be showing up. And Cody Rhodes with some sort of amounts of announcement, which begs the question. It just does that about you. Yeah. All right. Next match. Anyway, um, next match we got is a triple threat match for the WWE Undisputed Women's Championship. I don't really know what the fuck they're calling this title. Even yeah, though it says, let's even just call, let's just call it women's SmackDown because 
WWE be confusing like that. Even though it's called the WWE Women's Title, even though it has the word undisputed on the fucking belt. Which is contradictory considering Raw has the Women's World Championship. Yes. But anyway, the match is as follows. It should be a really good triple threat, honestly. You got the champion, EO Sky, versus her two top-tier challengers. The Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, and the Queen, the 14-time Women's World Champion, Charlotte Flair. You know, in order to crown a new queen, you need to dethrone the, you need to take down the old one. I think the the genius of the sky is going to take this match. And I... Yo, sky. I got... Mm, I got... Um, I got Charlotte, so that means Asuka's the wild card. Asuka's always the wild card, dude. Yeah. Versus... All right, the next match is a six-man tag team match for some reason. Which is... No reason whatsoever. Well, kind of. I mean, because they've been kind of getting their ass kicked for the past couple weeks. Yeah, that's fair. All right, you got the LWO. You got... Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar... Or, uh, either, either, um, Raquel or, um, or one of the two, uh, tag team. I forget which. Uh, either, uh, whatever their names are. So either Joaquin Wild or Cruz del Toro. Yeah, Joaquin Wild or Cruz del Toro versus, I'm not really sure exactly what, versus, uh, Bobby Lashley. I'm not really sure, sure what to call their faction. Well, let's just call them the Almighty Prophets. Okay, I like it. Uh, who do you got? LWO. Okay. I, I don't know. Why, why is Rey Mysterio the U.S. champion if he's not going to be defending his title? I mean, he did already. Yeah, that's fair. So he he completed the quota for this month. I mean, and also... um. I got Bobby uh, the Almighty Prophet, but I'm also wondering: Is Santos Escobar gonna betray the you, LW? You always think that. I mean, and you're gonna just... keep thinking that until it actually happens. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, and the next match, for some fucking reason. It's for the undisputed WWE tag team titles. All right. You got the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Most likely with Rhea Ripley and JD McDonough as well. And Dirty Dom. And Dirty Dom versus the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes 
and main event juice. I'm gonna go with Cody and Jay. I'm, I mean, my thing is he's dirty is uh, the Judgment Day because they're probably gonna cheat their way to victory. And also, it makes no yeah. fucking sense why um, Cody and Jay Uso are challenging for the tag team titles. Yeah, I came up with a tag team name for Cody and Jay. What? Main event nightmares. Nights. All right. Eh, well, that's it. And like Matthew said, more announced and the punishment again is a horror movie. Good, bad, whatever. It must be a horror movie of the winner's choice. Yes. That is all the time we have for this episode. We'll be back next week with the results, hopefully because it's playoff season and Travis's worth schedule is wild. Yeah, shit is crazy. Shit is crazy. Bye. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six. You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis121 and you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21. And you can follow the podcast at Adults Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussions. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers. <laughs>